0: Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about the energy industry from Alpha Energy Group. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer, and I'm joined again by my colleague Jason Durden, Head of Energy Markets and Risk Management, to hear and have a catch up on what's been happening since we last spoke a fortnight ago about events in the energy markets. Welcome to you, Jason. What's been happening?
1: Hello, Jeremy. Uh, Fascinating times in the energy markets, driven, of course, as uh, you will know, by uh, carbon. Since we last talked, we saw carbon actually reach new uh, contract highs for 2020, which uh, defied most analysts' expectations and uh, is the the, uh, subject of much discussion around the market as to why and how and who. However, since then, we've also seen the markets pull back quite significantly. Uh, And we're seeing that play out at the moment. Uh, That's something that's happened over the last few sessions. So we've seen 2020 carbon peak at all-time contract highs, nearing €31. We're now looking at a market that's um, trading uh, as low as uh, just under 26 yesterday before some slight recovery this morning. So very volatile markets, carbon well supported, but obviously off of those sort of very, very questionable highs, uh, given the fundamental readings of what we're seeing in terms of, or likely to see in 2020 emissions outputs. Um, And obviously the rest of the complex sort of being uh, swept along in the wake, as it were. So, an interesting fortnight where we've seen new highs in carbon, we've seen that played across the power curves, both in Europe and uh, the UK. I suppose the one bright spot for uh, energy buyers has been the relative lack of interest in the gas markets, which are very much focused on their own oversupply issues and um, modest demand. So, lots going on, lots of competing in different angles but certainly some respite from the recent surge uh, upwards in the last sort of four or five sessions.
0: Well, as you say, it's a very different picture, the volatility still there by the sound of it. Uh, but perhaps uh, it's always dangerous to, to start calling the top the top of a market in carbon or anything else. But perhaps uh, some of the pressure easing off there, perhaps not before time as well. Uh, but you mentioned you know, the commodity cost, the, the rest of the cost of power and, and gas. And, and of course, that's been very different recently with uh, concerns uh, from producers at least about oversupply. Is the gas market beginning to tighten at all? Is there any change? there we can detect? I suppose
1: typical summer outlook we have seen significant maintenance initially at the start of the summer in the uh, peak of lockdown um, there was quite a lot of deferred maintenance we're beginning to see some of that deferred maintenance being rescheduled and um, we are slap bang in the middle of the Russian pipeline maintenance season so we have, uh, we've got Nord Stream offline at the moment, but definitely a growing confidence that uh, we are seeing that pass without too much expectation of difficult in supply circumstances. So the picture really is still all about very comfortable gas supply across uh, Europe as a whole. Uh, and that really has tempered, even, uh, even at the height of uh, carbon just over a week ago you saw gas prices relatively reluctant to shift significantly above their trading ranges they were higher um, but we've now seen with a few sessions of uh, the market coming back again we've now seen those curve prices Really re-establish themselves in their sort of um, pre-carbon trading ranges, if you like. So there is that definite weight of supply still heavy on the front end of the curve, and that's beginning to sort of roll out into Q4 as we're getting closer and closer. We've got just over a week or so of uh, before the August expiry, and then mine's turn to September, October just around the corner just beginning to see sort of uh, those winter contracts with the premium coming under a little bit of
0: pressure again. Indeed, uh, and as you say, at this time of year, the heating-related load for for gas and and power will be at its minimum, uh, even without the uh, added impact of the uh, hopefully temporary recession um, as a result of the coronavirus crisis. And, and with that in mind, you know, there's been some recovery in demand. I understand. You know, what what's the picture look like for power and gas? Is it too early to say at what speed uh, demand will pick up in the in a run-up to the coming winter? And are we likely to see anything like like previous levels of demand?
1: I think um, the secret to uh, winter pricing is always about the weather. It's all about weather-related demand for for Northwest Europe. And that is always a little bit of an unfathomable. Certainly this far out, there are no clues. One could take the view that we haven't had a really sharp winter for nearly 10 years now. I think nine and 10 were uh, were bad or or cold winters. and therefore, you know, that's always a possibility. But in terms of demand, we are seeing um, the effects of sort of the 20% demand losses through the COVID lockdowns uh, being recouped. It is patchy. It does depend on the individual market. But the major markets, so the UK and Germany, uh, particularly in uh, uh, in europe we're seeing demand around 7 to 10% lower than the what we would seasonably expect without uh, covid in terms of gas there is still some volatility in gas uh, demand specifically in the uk but also uh, in europe we are seeing you know healthy injections into storage at low numbers there is you know, um relatively good uh, opportunity to uh, store gas and to sell it into winter forwards as, you know, as of now without waiting too much further to turn profit. So storage across Europe remains very high, injections are still taking place, albeit at a slower rate. So less evidence of sort of demand destruction in gas because specifically for for most markets, gas consumption, particularly in the UK, is all about that local demand zone, the LDZ, and less about heavy industry, which is a relatively small part. So the industry is where you would see the turn down and that really is relatively insignificant in terms of gas. So, you know, it really is all about the weather.
0: Well, I guess high storage levels and so on, and the general situation on supply should be a reassurance for consumers if they are anxious about a, a difficult winter, which surely would be the, you know, the icing on the cake of a terrible year for, uh, for the economy. Uh, Let's hope we don't get there. But as you've mentioned before, it's not just about physical availability of these commodities. The markets are also driven by political events. Do do you think the recent recent agreement or apparent agreement of EU heads of states about you know the budget for the future and the, and the coronavirus rescue package and so on is is that positive for market sentiment? Yeah, so
1: we're seeing uh, a recovery in carbon this morning of around two percent over where we were yesterday. Not unusual after a heavy sell off day, but certainly you know some buoyancy there. Oil markets, which are always proxy for economic growth and uh, you know um, a stronger outlook, also around two percent higher this morning. So the devil's always in the detail, Jeremy, but you know, um, an agreement at such a wide um, and important level is always going to be interpreted as positive by other markets. And it will be that as the detail comes out over the coming weeks and months that, um, you know, the, uh, the analysts will really drill down into that. So knee-jerk reaction to the reaching in the early hours of this morning at uh, um uh, for the eu is positive we're seeing that in the markets I suppose the whole undercurrent of the whole carbon debate has been around you know the green recovery uh, and this doesn't really play down that so even though we have had this big adjustment back uh, from peaks in carbon um, I think it's it looks to me as if carbon's going to find, Heavy weather moving back below its established trading range pre-Covid. So that means to me downside to carbon at €25 Euros looks um, looks difficult at this stage given the, uh, the optimistic noises about tougher green requirements and the sort of um, generally sort of um, policy wise, the bullish outlook for carbon. Um, in terms of uh, costs and um, the attitude to, uh, to greening the recovery.
0: Indeed. And, and lastly, I, I wonder whether any brief thoughts on what might be emerging or expected to emerge over the next couple of weeks. Is there anything imminent that might have an impact on the markets we should be keeping an eye out for?
1: Well, I think as the summer continues to progress, we should be looking for some of those premiums in the autumn forwards to start coming out. So we're looking at, you know, Q4 in gas is trading at, you know, it's double where the spot is at the moment. That will have to narrow as we move forward, whether that will be some of those Q4 prices getting heavily sold into or whether that will be the prompt can actually sustain a higher price one doesn't know in terms of uh, macros it's a fairly quiet week for the macros as we're now into sort of late july and coming into august we do have global pmi readings for july What did it really look like coming at the end of the week? That's always quite interesting because it includes the EU, the US and the UK all at the same time on the same day. So that's really quite interesting. But really, I suppose now probably we are two weeks away from big data releases in terms of uh, US job employment. That's always the cycle at the beginning of the month. So there'll be an element in the macro data one suspects of uh, a little bit of August. Um, Some things are business as usual, despite the unusual times. I think as we move through the summer, the longer the supply conditions remain very favourable, some of these premiums on the short dated forwards will have to come under a bit more pressure. Or conversely, you know, if there is belief that the winter is going to be a little bit more tricky than we feel, then you'll start to see the spot begin to, uh, to push a little bit higher.
0: Well, that's something to look out for. Are we at an inflection point or, or do we have a little bit more of the same to come? Jason, thank you as ever for your insights. Always interesting and the market uh, continuing to remain perhaps a little bit more interesting than, than some people would like in certain respects uh, for the, for a while yet, by the sounds of it. Well, if you in, enjoyed listening to that and are interested to find out a little bit more about our reports, please do visit our website at alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK And we hope you join us for another podcast again soon.